This icon is racist. I have never ever been a spy. Can the PBS bank uh, The problem is that pinky. I'll never subject myself to whiteness. I'm listening. Can you have consistency, Honorable Chair? Corruption was an Olympic sport. They will always win gold. This is not a shit. Can you please come in? Hello and welcome to the Sunday Times Politics Weekly Podcast with me, Amil Amra. So today we have sidetracked from bringing you your weekly dose of political shenanigans to talk about the rape and murder of Uyunene Mkwetiana, a 19-year-old University of Cape Town student who was raped and murdered when she went to a post office in Claremont. No, this is not going to be one of our usual jovial podcasts where we crack jokes about absurd political news and give you some inside analysis. No, no, no. Um, in this episode, we're, ta- we're taking a very hard look at society, like our society, where a young woman going about an average day in her life was raped and murdered. She's not the first and she's not going to be the last. Um, I'm in studio this week by my, um, with my colleagues on the politics desk here at the Sunday Times, Kwanita Hunter, Zimasa Matewane and Apiwe de Klerk. Guys, let's get straight into this. I'm going to start here with a bit of facts just to put in context. Um, the situation the country finds itself in, all right? So last year, in the 2017-2018 financial year, um, according to the police statistics, um, there were 40,035 rapes reported in the country. You know, that's an average of 110 rapes recorded by police each day, 110. Mm. In the same year, a total of 2,000 930 women were murdered in South Africa. This means that the femicide rate, looking at it statistically, is about 15 murders per 100,000 women. That's crazy stats, guys. And you've got to start to ask yourself, what is going on? Because this is not a new phenomenon for South Africa. These stats didn't just come out of nowhere this year. It's not something that's been going on for decades and decades. But Nothing seems to be happening. Nothing seems to be changing. Is it going to take another rape and murder of another young woman or anybody else until we start talking about this properly and trying to do something about it? Yo, guys, where do we even go? Thing is, it's like there's a pattern in South Africa. When Anin Boysen was, when this happened to her, there was that similar kind of first, you know, panic then outrage, then grief, and then silence. Yeah. And then it happens to the next person, and the next person, and the next person. And the reality of it is, in the, in this case, with in, in, and Leandre Jingles in uh, East London, and, you know, the the dozens of other nameless mm. women who the same thing has happened over yeah. the same weekend. Hundreds and thousands yes. of them, actually. It's, it's... I think as a society, finally we're realizing that we just, we, we're far too broken. It's, it's, the society is far too broken. Um, in 2019, with those statistics that mm. you're saying, I mean, people are still victim-blaming. People are still victim-shaming. People are still... Putting our own government is putting the onus on a woman to protect herself when mm. she is not killing herself. We are not killing ourselves. And I feel like this pattern 
of outrage, of grief, of anger, of silence keeps rearing its head every now and again and it just gets worse and worse and worse. Mm. I, if I think back just personally, um, when I was a crime reporter in KZN, and I would, I think, just as a rough estimate, in the two years that I was in Peter Marinsburg, a little town outside Durban, I must have covered at least 60 or 70 very, very gruesome rapes and murders of women and young children and toddlers even. You know, just in those two years alone, um, stories which would, did not make the front pages across the country. Because it can't. It can't. It's there's too just, much. There's just too many of them. Stories that we would talk about in the newsroom and unfortunately, just as the news agenda moves, a week or two later, you forget it even happened. And that seems to be, that's just, just a sort of indication as to, yes, we talk about these cases when they do arise. Some of them become prominent, but there's a thousands and thousands of them which just go by every day that nobody takes notice of. And the thing is, even with cases like this, the sad part is that in two weeks, are we, is this even going to be what we're talking about still? And we move on and we forget. And then when it happens again, we ask ourselves why. So how do we start to rationalize all of this? I think we're so desensitized because it happens all the time. Mm -hmm. It's uh, kind of a way of life, at least for, for, for us women of South Africa. It's, it's something that can happen literally when you're at work, when you're at home. When you walk on the, on on the street, it's you, it's we we are built in a way that you are always expecting a man to violate you. Mm. It's normal. It doesn't shock us anymore. It's painful. We are scared, but it doesn't shock us anymore. But also, uh, you said this this thing of of violence against against women in South Africa. It is. It's it's part of of how we are raised. Mm. It's part of how we we grew up. It's uh, I think it's violent masculinities are created by our society in what we deem as normal. Uh, yesterday on Twitter we were talking about this and and we were, we were discussing how when when your 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 breasts start growing and you know you start getting your period and stuff, when you reach puberty you can't even go to the tuck shop to buy bread because of the things that men say to you. Uh, because of the groping that happens and and because of the suggestive stares mm. you know and it's it's people our age whether you are 12 mm. it's it's men the age of our parents mm. so the men are broken they are going to need to fix themselves because when we speak out we try to find solutions we want to discuss what the root causes are we are called angry feminists mm. south mm. african men are very intelligent they don't need women to mm. tell them what to do so i i think it's time that they just fixed it themselves that and, and that's why i i feel like i don't have the i don't have the emotional capacity to go in march I don't, I don't. Nah, I you can't. Like, you can't like, march anymore we've why, done that why are we still marching in 2019 like we've it's done not us that should be marching I mean, the problem, and, and no one should ever say that um, the problem lies with the women in our society. It's the complete opposite. But if you were, let's go into a, into a more political stance here, just very quickly, just branch off here. When South Af the, the government responded to this case specifically, all right, um, they issued a little Twitter um, caption saying, <laughs> um, you know, we condemn these acts of violence. We're mourning those losses. Is it enough 
to do so, to say something like that um, as government who should have some sort of grasp of what's happening in society look um i've always held the view that uh, our government when it comes to such they don't know what to do mm. um we don't we are not being led um either by the department that is uh, was created mm. in the response to uh, these acts of violence against women and children mm. um it seems as if uh, they they're clueless uh, they are insensitive to uh, uh, what women have to deal with on a mm. daily uh, to such an extent that you you saw that tweet mm. uh, you know it's we call on women to what protect themselves or to what be aware what did the say when it said it was a long violence threat. and abuse against women have no place in our society government is calling on women to speak mm. out <laughs> and not allow themselves to become victims by keeping quiet not women allow themselves are, to become victims women who speak out are able to act effect to change and help others again <laughs> it's our problem so on social media we've changed it and said violence and abuse by women my men have no place in society government is calling on men to speak out <laughs> and not allow themselves to create victims men who speak out are able to act effect change and help others you know the thing is that when you have a situation in your family or in friends where there's an abusive scenario none of the men are held accountable to say hey speak to the guy or do something or it, it that is men have no responsibility whatsoever but because another me- member of our gender as females is in abusive situation oh you must you must speak to her or you must be there for her that's what, that's what we need to be you must pull her out of the abusive we must, relationship we must pull her out of the abusive relationship we must now go and go and buy panties for victims of rape because police officers are treating women who are raped with so much of indignity that's what we must do we must go stand and wear black outfits and yeah. scream and cry and we must strip naked and in front of the whole president yes and strip naked in front of a whole president to prove your point and one year later he's still talking about the resolutions of a summit a resolutions <laughs> of a summit where the, where crime did not stop at that summit <laughs> attacks on us did not stop at that summit uh, i feel i feel like nobody knows what to do I don't know. Do do you guys think government has a plan or are we all just you here here is what women have been preaching about uh, violence, especially sexual assault. It's men who do it. It's not a monster that comes in with horns in the dead of night and attacks you in your bed. It's not a evil spirit. No, it's not the devil. It's men. It's the men that we work with. It's the ones that uh, we we. It's our fathers. It's our uncles. It's literally everyone, and it's normal men who and, have functioning jobs and yeah, live normal lives. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's it's not bless us. Eh? I I'm not I'm not a trying to justify the lifestyle of of blessers and girls and whatever but another thing that i noticed on social media when this girl was reported missing and she's she's a, she's a young beautiful girl and she's in varsity and there is always this perception that uh, when you are 
when men look at you and like you, then it means that if you disappeared, you left with one of your blessers. And a lot of, of, of our black brothers, what hurt me the most is that a lot of them, they were insinuating that it's either she has been taken by a foreigner, they were singling out Nigerians in particular, or that uh, because these girls love money, it's one of her blessers. It turns out the little girl just went to the post office and she was attacked by a man who looks like you, Amil, who looks like you, Diklag, who looks like you, Mvumvu, who lives a normal lifestyle in the eyes of society. So all those um, ideas of what society would like us women to believe leads to sexual violence, they are all nonsense. They are all rubbish. What we're saying is that you men need to come with the solutions because you are the problem. We are tired. There is nothing we haven't done. There is nothing we can do anymore. I agree with that completely. I, I need to bring something to you guys' attention that it always bothers me when it comes to rape. Men don't know what rape is, Kwanit. In this morning, on an Uber to work, uh, the Uber driver is is an old man. He's really had that this thing happened to this young to, to this young lady, and he's saying uh, this man had money. He could have, you know, bought a prostitute. He could have a girlfriend. <sighs> For God's sake, the man was married. Rape is not about sex. When are you guys gonna get that? Do do men know what rape is? Yes, do they do. do they understand that when? You buy girls drinks at Cubana. You are not supposed to expect sex if it's not part of the deal. If you can't convince me to sleep with you when I'm sober, you can't convince me when I'm drunk. I cannot consent anymore. You cannot say, okay, I'm going to drop you off on the freeway. I'm not going to take you home because you don't want to go home with me. That is coercion. It's not consent. Do men know that? Yeah, we do. Then why, why, why are your friends and other people still doing this? Exactly. But you see, I, I, I have a problem. I was listening to most of the points that you, you've made. Okay, the point I was trying to make, for instance, how as South Africans we are so pathetic in coming to solutions. We come with solutions that are not fitting to the problem. Uh, let me go to the point that I was making. Take a girl child to work. Take a girl child to school. Empower the girl child. What about the boy child? For instance, wait. I'll, I'll, I'll give you an opportunity. You, you, by doing that, for instance, for starters, I'm saying you mean to say that these young girls that must be empowered, taken to school, taken to work, will exist uh, in silos, not coexist with the young boys that are being ignored that have got to be men tomorrow that coexist uh, with uh, no 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 true i'm saying uh, the the thing of uh, assuming that only the girl child is disadvantaged it's 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 misguided because that is not the case the boy child too it is is a society okay wait I, guys guys i'll give you an opportunity to take notes of my points <laughs> so that you can come back uh, nicely number two this problem is not only, as you say, I'm dismissing you guys again when you say man created this problem. It's not a man problem, this thing. This thing is an economic problem. This thing is a, a, a policing problem. This thing is a, a, a general societal problem. What do I mean by uh, economic problem? I know you'll say, ah, even rich men beat up their women. It's fine. Uh, that's the report that you're going to come in. But what I mean to say, uh, in terms of uh, the economic imbalances that, by the way, are mostly experienced by uh, uh, black people in this country, not uh, only women, but even men. And then we have a society uh, that operates on, on, on the basis that a man is supposed to provide, you know, a man is supposed to be this, a man is supposed to be this. Let me make an example, for instance. Uh, there would be, a, a, you know, a, a old men who are cleaners here at work. In terms of our societal 
cultures, which I'm not saying are right, but they're there, unfortunately. Uh, such a guy, when he goes back home, that's not what he does, but he's here cleaning uh, for Wapiwedi Clerk, cleaning for Uzimasa. Don't you think that takes away from the esteem of the person? I'm not making an excuse. Wait, you'll come, take notes. I- I'm just uh, trying to say, I'm comparing the problems with the societal cultures that we have to say that these things are not in isolation. So you cannot just address, say, men stop beating up women without addressing the root causes. You know, which most of them are economic and wait, wait, wait. Wait, I will finish take no, notes. No, I said take no, notes. No, 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 no. <laughs> I just just want no, 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 one point. You see this. there's no it's not like this thing it happens like uh, an act of nature, like you have to go to the bathroom and take a piece. Or you, you know, what what is that going you, to do? When, 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 when you say you can't just say men must stop beating people, you can. You can. No, but I mean, they must. I mean, they must. But, but no, the no, thing no, is, you I'm are not taking into consideration the root causes. You see, in South no, Africa, no, no, we no, have no, a problem no, of addressing symptoms. The, this thing is not just a symptom that exists out of the blue. It's got root causes that drive it. What are those root causes? And that is the discussion that we are not having. That is what I'm trying to get at, and you guys are not getting it. And I can tell you, as long as we are. The way we are, this problem is only going to get worse by the day. Oh, On know, top of it, we don't have a government. I, All they do, condemn, condemn, with the contempt deserved. It's only rape apologists anything. who make the argument that uh, economics are a are they not for... No, no, no. Are they not part? We are not entire. So why, entire. Is, why are women not killing men? Who said they are not? Another problem that I'm talking about. We talk about these things in isolation. Flaba was killed by his girlfriend. Oh! No, no, I was a working man uh, who was saying this to me yesterday. My only sin is to make, I'm making an example about no. one high profile case, but I'm saying there's a lot of those cases. No. I'm making an example about one profile it's case. Not. Just like this debate is raised by one high profile case. Again, no. these issues, we address them because we in a Twitter drove it, mainstream media, you know, followed on that line that was driven by Twitter. When these things happen every day, these things that we saw in mm-hmm. the past days, they happen uh, every day. Do you day. know that there is a new face of a young girl or a young child that we are retweeting every day on Twitter. That's what I'm Who saying. Is missing a new face. Yes. It's it's this is not an uinene issue. Yeah. Ukwaneta was talking about anin poison. It's a societal issue that has been there. <laughs> But our solutions to it and, and our talking about it and highlighting it to a national level debate is only when there are certain cases that have sort of gained uh, social no, media and mainstream media. No, I'm saying the last time we had this kind of conversation and fury in the country was during that uh, other late, when was it? Last year, the other popular one on Twitter. But after that, do you think that thing stops? It Will it stop next week when we stop talking about this thing, when we're discussing other issues that would be if, topical if, at if, the time? If, if when we say that we would like men to take charge and correct the situation, then men think the way you think. We're not going to No, we don't no. want men. We need the whole society no, to take who, charge why? and start but with deep analysis, no. root causes. We solve our okay, root right, causes. Okay, okay. We come to let, the let's, symptoms. Let's say, for, 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 let's say for, for, for argument's sake, we, we are approaching this like uh, a whole society problem, like here in this room now. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a four-month-old child or four-year-old child, for instance, is being raped uh, by the stepfather. Yes. 
what root cause of the problem must we start with and how do we the father get is unemployed that? and he's sad that's why he's uh, uh, no, no 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 that's that's not how it goes when yeah you, but look i'm trying to get to the point where we were, were but, arguing but to, it's, it's, to come with a whole society when you say it's a whole society problem you are saying that that you you are you are condoning this thing that men are broken and they need to fix their brokenness by by breaking women. No, I'm no, saying. I'm not saying no, that. No, no, you know. because, no, because no, because because what societal problem? Because women are not part of the society <laughs> because we are being affected by it. We society is made of men and women. Yeah. Right. So, so you wait, guys, you wait, just wait. Okay. so why are you saying it's a societal problem because there's women in society and women are not doing this to anyone. They are part of the problem. We, how, by the call, way. we how? call ourselves to be. When late. I say when I society, walk on the street, we, no, I didn't say that. But how? how? As a society, of, no, I said. How? So how you comrades, how? Okay, okay, let me ask a question. So you comrades think that this behavior is just people who wake up uh, every like all of them. I'm not saying, or you know, I'm 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 not trying to cover up here, but I'm saying you guys are you trying to say that these people just fall from the sky that fellow that 42 year old fellow they don't fall from the sky they, they are created by the society they are created are by people of. who enable and explain away their actions the, so ideally moving forward just to share some ideas around the table um if you had to how do you start to solve the problem i know it's a massive problem and you know, it's, it's going to take more than one solution and over a long period of time. But just to share some ideas around the table, um, Apiwe, let's start with you. Um, if you could just um, think of something or one thing that you would want to see being done to sort of end this problem. You see, um, I have a solution for violence mm. against women by men is that we need to stop from a young age thinking that uh, violence or corporate punishment mm. is the way to uh, to raise our society, to raise our kids. And that thing has been ingrained in us. Uh, it, it, you will find even today political organizations arguing for this. I was making this point, um, having a chat with uh, Zimasa about people who are calling for the death penalty mm. as a way uh, to solve these gruesome crimes against women. I'm saying those same formations are the ones that are calling for corporate punishment. But at, at school and, and at, at, at home, they've got problems when you say you must ban uh, spanking. Uh, that children need to grow up knowing that human beings converse. Um, they agree, they disagree, they convince each other. And if there is no solution to that, it ends there. Mm. Now, you raise a child who gets to think that when... They can't convince someone. They must exert themselves physically using violence. When they get to be that adult with, which you had long been preparing them to be, you say you must kill them off. That can be the kind of society that we we are creating. So I'm saying uh, let's go out and conscientize uh, our society that violence is not the answer. Let's raise children, uh, young men uh, who will understand that the way to solve problems is not violence. As for rape, people need to stop raping. That's, there's no, there's, there's no, way there's to no two ways about it. Mm. There, there's absolutely no, there's, uh, there, I can't say we must need to do a scientific study on why people rape. It, they just need to stop raping. 
And, and, and in most cases, this, this, we're not talking about cases where you can say the other mistakenly thought there was consent. Like on this particular one, where you, I mean, it, it, it's, it's blatant, this thing, it's clear. So Giza, do you think that if we imposed higher, um, um, if, if, if we police, and if we police this bit, if we imposed higher penalties, you know, a, a longer um, jail time, you know, harsher penalties, do you think it would solve, um, solve the problem or do you think more needs to be done above that? Of course, more more needs to be done. Um, maybe just uh, to emphasize my point in that regard, to agree with appeal <coughs> that these are societal problems. He states a case of how uh, we are raised by the society as men, which I have raised this point before to say that's how it is. I actually used myself as a personal you know, uh, example, although I've never behaved in that way. But when I grew up, I was actually encouraged to beat up my sister when she disrespects me. And that was not only encouraged by my father, I was encouraged by my grandmother, I was encouraged by my mother. When I, 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 I bring the point to say that this is a societal problem, in line with what Apio was saying, to say that those societal, cultural behaviors that have been built over years, such, such that they've become ingrained, but we take them lightly in how they come to you know affect people later on if i was raised like that that's how i'm gonna uh, you know grow up believing that the only way to put women in their place is to clap them or mm. you know beat them up uh, those things need to to go away but also uh, you know uh, to come back to your question uh, stricter sentences uh, life sentences as others have called for them they've never resolved uh, certain issues in fact the life sentence thing is uh, it's just a non-starter as far as our constitution is concerned uh, you know, part of our rights, rights to life, it's in complete contradiction with that because that right to life is not reserved for some, it's for everyone. So you can't just kill people uh, on the basis of this thing. And killing people doesn't stop these things from happening. And the harsher sentences, again, alone, they don't. Of course, we need a much more, you know, effective police system in this regard, but a rehabilitative one. That's why ours is a correctional services, not a punishment uh, uh, services, you know, because by, you know, in life sentences uh, and, and, and all those things, it's no, never going to solve the problem. What is the long term? But perhaps as, as an immediate uh, intervention, we can make our policing more effective. Crime intelligence, as we were speaking about it in our meeting earlier on, in this country is completely useless. How are they intervening in stopping some of these things? Why did it take that long for that girl to be found when there was an intervention from private investigators? Where were, was our police? Where's, where was our crime intelligence to you know to to speedily you know uh, you know get to to this girl? You know, so there there are certain interventions that you see. This thing is multifaceted in that there are certain interventions that we can do as an immediate intervention, uh, given that this. Uh, you know, crisis has reached a, a crisis level, but in the long term, because just arresting people having special courts now is never going to address the the long term problem. But then, what is our long term strategy to make sure that there's change of behaviors, there's change of cultures, there, there's a, you know, there's a long term strategy on how we must deal about these issues? As Apu is saying, on rape issues, rape it's it's one of those that I don't think is understandable, you know, at all. I think that is a personal thing from uh, you know person to person there uh, that just has to stop but the bigger picture of gender-based violence is much bigger than uh, just people beating up people it's a societal problem it's a cultural problem mm, it's it you know so and it has to change but it will change only if we get to develop a national strategy and we're all on the same page Kwanita, do you agree or do you think that more has to be done in other words i don't have the solutions i don't think i should 
be expected to have any mm. thoughts or solutions because we are the victims of this. But I also feel like, you know, there's small things that can change. <coughs> the turnaround time of people getting arrested, victims not being blamed and shamed, mm. victims not being, you know, being uh, doubted, um, victims treated with with the dignity they de- deserve. Um, it, it's not going to solve the problem. It's not, but that's one step men can do to say, just believe a woman when she says she's been raped, that she was mm. raped. Just start there. Believe a woman. No woman is going to come out and say, I've been raped when they've not been raped. Uh, and you can bring me an isolated incident and I don't care. But mm. the reality of the situation is, believe a woman, make a woman feel safe. That's That's all we can do. Because we can't physically stop men from raping. But what we can do is those that are not raping, they can at least be part of the solution in A, getting justice, but B, making sure that women are empowered to speak out. Because the reality of it, the the figures that you've read out is not the picture. Every single person, a woman that I know, knows a woman Mm. or is a woman who was sexually harassed, sexually abused, sexually, uh, you know, humiliated and yet their cases were never uh, 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 reported on and the reality of it is that when you have such discussions about society's problem and you know whatever 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 yes those conversations can happen but the reality of it is it disempowers women from coming out and standing up Leanne Leanne uh, uh, what is her name? Jengles. Jengles. Jengles she had a restraining order. She did what she was supposed to do. Mm. She was in an abusive relationship. She took out a restraining order. She was a boxer. Mm. She was physically able to, you understand? Mm. She literally ticked all the boxes of what women are told Mm. what to do and what not to do. And yet still, the person that she once loved killed her. Um, and, 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 And the reality of it is that you can say it's a societal problem, but nobody who is thinking about raping has any deterrent in their head. Mm. And that's the sad thing. Mm. Well, unfortunately, that's all we have time for this week. Um, we're going to leave it there and hopefully we can talk about this again um, at a later stage. Um, this is not the end of the conversation. There's so much more we need to talk about when it comes to this. But join us again next week and hopefully oh, we'll have a better, we'll have some better news for you guys next week. Take care.